Hi guys, my name is Kenny Dusso, and this is the Elite Development Podcast. The goal of this show is documenting my journey as a coach, things I see in the industry, of mistakes I see athletes make, things that I know you need to avoid. So basically, my goal is to help athletes avoid the difficult pitfalls of the world of elite performance sport and to help them reach their true potential. So if you are an up-and-coming athlete that is trying to build the career of your dreams, make sure you're following along this show. Make sure you go subscribe on the YouTube channel, on the podcast, and everywhere else you can. And now, let's get to the episode. Welcome, everybody, to another episode of the Elite Development Podcast, the number one show for athletes looking to gain an edge on their opponents and build their dream careers in sport. I'm your host, Kenny Dussel, and today we are talking about becoming 1%. Now, first off, what does that mean? Why am I talking about this? Now, the reason I'm talking about this is because I speak to a lot of athletes on a daily basis, and a lot of those athletes that I speak to have massive goals. And this is a good thing. Like, I want to make sure that I'm prefacing all of this by saying this is a good thing. You should have massive goals. But where the disconnect is, is in the actions that are being taken to achieve those massive goals. So if you're an athlete listening to this right now, understand I'm not taking a shot at any one individual, not telling you that you shouldn't have big goals. I'm just wanting to put it in your head of what is actually required to achieve those goals that you have. So as an example, if you want to be in the UFC as an MMA fighter, you want to be in the top 1%. You want to be in the best league in the world. You want to make millions of dollars. You want to be in the top 1% of athletes that actually get to make a career and make a living from their sport. But you're not acting like the top 1%. And that's where the disconnect is. Because if you want to be at that level, understand that you need to be better than over 99% of the other people that do what you do in the fucking world. So ask yourself again, and what is what I'm doing now enough to actually achieve that? And if it's not, you've got to make some changes. And if it is, I hate to tell you, it's probably not. But... Like I said, the main disconnect here and what we're going to talk about today is the fact that the actions are not measuring up to the ambitions. So when it comes to becoming 1%, what that really means, where a lot of athletes go wrong, and what they need to change in order to reach the levels that they actually want to reach. Now, the first thing is I'm going to go through an expression, one that I'm certain most of you have heard before. And that's if you want to get to places that other people won't, you need to be willing to do the other things that other people aren't willing to do. Now, I'm sure that wasn't the exact wording of the expression, but you get the idea. If you want to get to the top, you need to be willing to do things that other people aren't willing to do. Now, this is very true, but where a lot of athletes take it the wrong way is they think that it's just about the gym. You know, I know a number even just off the top of my head that they'll they'll tell me, well, you know, I'm first in the gym every day and I'm the last one out. You know, I'm there more hours than anybody else. But you gotta remember, you're not just going up against the people at your gym. And also, what are you doing outside of those hours that you're in the gym? So the first thing is it's not just about your gym. If you're the hardest worker at your gym, awesome. 
I can think off the top of my head of six different gyms in Calgary alone that are putting out actual fighters. So, and again, there might be more, but I can think off the top of my head of six different gyms in my city alone that are putting out fighters. So if you are the hardest worker at your gym, that's great. But understand that that's one of a whole bunch of gyms in your city alone, and you're not just going up against them. You need to be the top 1% of everybody. And so understanding that just because you're measuring up against the people that you train with, that doesn't mean that you're doing enough. That doesn't mean that you're doing the right shit. That doesn't mean in the grand scheme of things, that doesn't mean anything. Is it good? Sure. Is it enough? Probably not. And that, again, is not meant to be an insult, but the whole idea here is I want you guys to just shift your perspective a little bit. I want you guys to understand that when it comes to being successful in a sport, you're not measuring yourself up the right way. And the other important piece of that is when it comes to being willing to do things that others aren't willing to do, it's about more than just the gym. If you're the hardest worker in the gym, but you treat your body like shit, you're going out drinking every weekend, and you're fueling yourself with garbage, you're still leaving a ton of results on the table. You know what I'm saying? So even if someone else maybe isn't putting in the same hours as you, but they're taking better care of their body outside of the gym, they're getting proper recovery, they're properly fueling their body with good, healthy food, and they're keeping themselves healthier, they're going to get further faster than you. So all of your hard work, although it's helping you, isn't doing as much for you as it could. And so the thing that you've really got to understand, and the thing that I'm really just desperate to get through the head of so many of the athletes that I've spoken to and so many of the athletes that I've worked with in the past, is if you want to live a 1% life, you need to start by living a 1% lifestyle right now. And there's a lot of different areas that go into that. But what I'm going to talk about for a second is even my own examples with coaching, because for anybody who's been following me for a while, I have big goals in this career. I have big goals for my athletes. I want to be working with athletes on the world stage. I want to be the guy when it comes to conditioning for combat sports. I know that the work that we're doing is making a huge change in a lot of athletes already, but my goal is not to just settle for where I'm at. My goal is to coach coaches down the road. My goal is to speak on stages at seminars, teaching people about the methods that I use with my athletes, and then teaching coaches how to properly implement those methods and actually make worldwide large-scale change in our industry. And so I've had a lot of time in this industry already, but one thing that I've realized a lot over the years is that requires constant evolution. And so in the beginning, I was just showing up every day and working with whatever athlete I could work with and like doing a little bit of reading. And I thought that was it. And then after a while, I started realizing that it's like, yeah, that's going to that's gonna help me improve. That's going to help me learn. But if I want to achieve higher level goals, I need to become a higher level person. And a little over a year ago, I quit drinking because even though I was working really hard during the week, Every time I would have a few drinks or anything like that, I felt like it was taking away from what I was able to put forward towards my business, towards my career, towards the things that I actually wanted in life. So I cut it out cold turkey. I stopped doing it because it was taking away from the person that I was trying to become. 
Then this past year, I invested $22,000 in a business coaching mastermind that's teaching me how to improve the quality of my business, how to deliver a better product to clients, how to reach more people. And the reason that I put down that $22,000, which was a scary amount of money for me to invest, like I want to make that clear. It's not like I just had 22 grand sitting around ready to throw out the window. Like this was a big deal. But the reason I did it is because again, if I have goals of reaching people around the world, goals of teaching my methods on a world scale, goals of making the global impact that I know I want to make, it requires me to do more than the other people around me are willing to do. Now, this doesn't mean I have to just coach more hours, although that's a piece of it. It means I need to learn every area of the game at a higher level and implement what I learn at a higher level than all of those around me. So investing that kind of money and investing that kind of time into you know, learning about the business side of what I do is helping me set up better systems, helping me deliver better, better quality programs to more clients, is helping me level up myself to the point where I have athletes literally around the world sending me messages every single week telling me that what I put out on social media for free is making drastic differences to their career. And again, that's the free stuff. That's not even the programs. That's not even where we make the biggest difference. And then recently as well, as I've been you know, working through this mastermind, as I've been doing more and you know, working on leveling up myself as a person and as a coach and as a business owner, I started running into you know, things that I've been holding on to for a long time since I was a kid, like just some you know, emotional struggles and mental struggles that I've been having for a long time. And so I hired a hypnotherapist. We're going to start working together in the next couple of weeks. And I dropped another good chunk of money to do that to help me work through some of those deeper rooted issues to, again, level myself up as a person, which is going to in turn help me better connect with my athletes, which is in turn going to help me create that large scale change that I want to create. And so for you guys, the reason I'm talking about this is not to brag about, hey, look at me and how fucking great I am. The reason I'm talking about this is because this is where the actions are not lining up with the ambitions for you guys. I hear a lot of people say they want to be world champions in the UFC and then say that they, there's no way they could ever invest in a coach because, you know, that costs money. Well, then you don't get to be a world champion in the UFC. Because a lot of these same people that are saying that they can't invest in a coach or they can't, you know, put more time in or they're too busy to get to training are the same people that are fully up to date on their favorite Netflix series that are stopping at Starbucks every day on the way to work or school to pick up a coffee. If money's tight, you're not stopping at fucking Starbucks. So the problem isn't that your money's tight. The problem is that you're putting it into the wrong fucking places. If your time is tight, you're not caught up on the fucking latest Netflix series that you enjoy because time is tight. So you have the time. You're just putting it in the wrong places. So if you want to live that 1% life, if you want to be a world champion, a professional fighter, making a living at your sport like you say you do, you need to actually be that 1% person now. And this isn't me telling you that, you know, you're magically going to be perfect tomorrow. There are still a lot of areas with this that I struggle with to this day. 
not that I'm that 1% yet even, like that's something that I'm still working towards being, you know, at the top of my field and all those things like I talk about. But the main thing I want you guys to take away from this and the main thing I need you guys to understand is that anytime you say I can't, anytime you say that's too much or I'm too busy or you give that kind of excuse, even if it's true, you need to stop doing it. Even if it's true, even if right now you can't invest in a coach because money's too tight. I understand that. But instead of saying, I can't invest in a coach because money's too tight, think about it this way. How can I put myself in a better financial situation where I can invest in a coach? Right? Because simply by switching that language, you're putting yourself in a mindset where you're not giving away your power and saying, oh, I just can't because, you know, I'm not in a good situation. You need to fix the situation you're in to put yourself in a better one. You know, I hear people shit on Jake Paul because, oh, you know, he's not a real boxer, but he's like, but, you know, he's making all this money boxing and he's picking his opponents and blah, 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 blah. And the reason he's able to do those things is because he's put himself in a situation through years of hard work. Because even if you don't believe that doing social media stuff and all that is hard work, it is when you actually get into it. But he's put himself in a situation where he's so famous that he's able to pull in masses and masses and masses of fans when he started boxing. So he's able to, you know, skip the whole $500 paychecks to box and go right to headlining arenas because of who he has become. But so many of you guys want to sit and bitch about the fact that this guy was able to just step into the boxing ring for the first time and already be making so much money instead of saying, man, how do I put myself in a situation where people are going to care that much about me when I fight? It's all about the way you look at it. You can look at the same situation and understand by just switching your perspective, you can put yourself in that situation. Are you going to become that level of famous overnight? Of course not. But if you start looking at people who are at that kind of level and think, what did they do? What did they do differently? Why do people care about them? Why do people want to watch them? Why are people so interested? Now, instead of sitting and being upset that people like that are succeeding, you're sitting and you're looking and you're figuring out, what can I do that can create that kind of success for me? You get what I'm saying? So again, like one example of this, and I'm going to pull it back to my own life because it's just an easy example, an easy way to go about it. A couple of months back, it was in the summer, I got invited out to see my uncle's new house that he's building on the million dollar lake property that he owns. And I was there with a bunch more of my family. There were probably 12 or 15 of us there. And as he's giving us all the tour, everybody in my family that's there is saying things like, you know, oh man, wow, that's like, that looks super expensive. And oh man, I wish. And like, they're just like, you know, it, they're speaking about this house as if it's an unattainable dream to be able to live somewhere like this. And first of all, it's obviously attainable because my uncle's showing us around his house. But the second part about that, that, you know, really spoke to me is that immediately every person that was there was basically saying, I wish I could have this, but accepting the fact that they couldn't. Whereas when I was getting the tour of that house, all I was doing was asking him questions. 
you know, what kind of like what kind of builders did they use? How long did the project take? What kind of cost was it to you know build out the different areas of the house? And like what kind of things he went through in the process? Because simply by focusing on the different details, simply by focusing on you know what it takes to achieve that you know million dollar home on a million dollar property, now I'm putting it in my head of if that's something that I want down the road. I'm understanding what goes into achieving that. And then I can make the decision whether or not I'm willing to put in the time and effort that is required to achieve that goal. And this is what so many of you guys do with professional careers in sport. Oh man, I wish I could get to the top. I wish I could make the UFC. I wish I could blah, 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 whatever the goal might be without understanding that it is an attainable goal. Francis Ngannou went from 12 years ago, he was shoveling sand. I can't remember exactly what it was, but the dude wasn't even fighting 12 years ago to headlining and winning the world championship in the UFC and then arguably beating the greatest boxer of all time, making like 10 to $15 million doing it. Do you think when some, like if somebody walked up to him in 2011 when he was working in the sand mines or whatever it was he was doing and told him, hey, 12 years from now, you're going to be making $15 million in a night. Do you think he would have said, oh, yeah, yeah, that makes sense? No, he probably would have been floored to be like, what the fuck are you talking about? No way. Like, who am I to be thinking that I'm going to make $12 million, $15 million in a night? It would have seemed impossible. But through the dedication, through the consistency, through going through the hardships and all those difficult things that he had to deal with along the way, and not quitting and not making excuses and not saying, oh, I can't achieve it because of this or that, he was able to rise through the ranks and become that. And this is what you guys need to understand. Whatever excuse you're using is taking away from what you can actually get to, what you can actually achieve. And if you want that 1% lifestyle that you talk about, you want that 1% life, the millions of dollars, the great career, the fame, the fortune, all of that stuff, understand there's no reason you can't have it other than the limitations you place on yourself. I'm too busy right now with school. Money's too tight for this, for that, whatever it might be. It's all bullshit. Money might be tight. School might be busy. Work might be on your ass. But you can find the ways to train if it is something that's important to you. You can find the ways to keep moving forward if it is something that's important to you. It's not about those excuses. It's about what you do with them. Instead of money's tight, how do I put myself in a better financial situation? Instead of work is busy, how do I make better use of my time, better manage my schedule so I can fit all my training in even when work is busy? Making those changes in your mind is the unlock you need to becoming that 1% version of you that you say is so important to you. <sighs> I went off a little bit on that one, but that was fun. I hope you guys enjoyed it too. So guys, that is it. That is all. I hope you got some value from that. I hope that shifted some perspective for you. If it did, if you did, I would love to hear what it was. Shoot me a message across any of my social media profiles. The links on how to do that will be in the show notes below. And as always, my one ask of you is if you've gotten value from the podcast, share it with a friend, with a coach, with a teammate, with someone who's going to benefit from hearing this message. I appreciate you all. I hope you have a fantastic rest of your day, and I'll catch you on the next episode.
Thank you for listening to another episode of the Elite Development Podcast. Now remember, information without execution is useless. So take what you learned in the show today and go figure out how you can apply it to your career to start making progress right away. My one ask of you is share the show around. Make sure you're subscribed. Make sure you're following on all the social media platforms. The links on how to do that will be in the show notes below. And in turn, have a great day. And I can't wait to see you on the next episode.